What's going on, guys? Always 100 Podcasts, live, Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com. Call-in number's always there, 347-857-4368. 60-minute uh, show again, guys. We're going to try this thing again. On the line with me, as always, the esteemed co-host of the Always 100 Podcast, we're we're enemies this week, Mom. The Cowboys and the Patriots are playing each other. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. And yes, we are enemies. And I I expect to be the victor after all is said and done. Well, and on the other line is the other esteemed co-host of the Always 100 Podcast, Uncle Trevor, whose Steelers last week found themselves in a brawl with Mason Rudolph getting a helmet on his head like yeah that happened Mason Rudolph got hit in the head with a helmet by a 285 pound man Uncle Trevor how are you hey I'm not bad I mean it's entertainment I thought they would lose but not like that Mm, well congratulations and also well before we start the show let's just let's just get some couple things out the way first of all the picks last week um yeah, Swab sent out the message right before uh, we started the show. I mean, wow. Everybody got royally shafted. Um, question marks equal questions. And, like, for those for those who are doing that, folks, if you got if you play pick them at your household and you let your people write any old thing and everybody's in a close contested race and everybody's got the same record and after a spirited debate, because the one guy doesn't want to take responsibility that he just screwed everybody else by putting a question mark, okay? Make sure you do it right. If you're doing this, put put a check mark, put an X. So, Bob, me, Uncle Trevor, we all lost the picks because somebody wanted to put a question mark instead of an actual pick. So there's that. And then the second thing is uh, my flight football league is over. And I told my friend, uh, told my friend Zubin and uh, Matt and all those guys that I play with. I had a great time, pleasure uh, playing with them. Uh, we lost our playoff game Sunday. It was very closely contested, but the team was like a bunch of asshats from the from the start. So you know, stupid team. Like we had, we didn't have our people along the way. It was just all a bunch of BS, really. And we had some bad calls, but uh, just wanted to get that out the way. Uh, love Zubin and them, and I can't wait to play with them in the spring. And then we'll hear this. And I, I told you, boys, I, I would talk bad about this team, and I did. But that's that. Four minutes have gone. I've rambled on. So let's just get on with it. Thursday night football, massively important game. This is the theme of tonight's show. There's all the games we talk about are massively important. Bob coming to you. Colts, Texans, AFC South Championship basically is on the line tonight. Who you got? Give us a breakdown. Take the floor. Wow. You know, before last week, I would have said Houston all the way. But, man, did Baltimore handle <laughs> the Texans. I mean, they put it to him last week. Uh, I thought for sure Deshaun would have more fight than uh, he and his team, you know, really ultimately had against the Ravens. So 
honestly, I don't know, again, which Houston team is going to show up. Uh, Jacoby Brissett with the, the Colts, he's back, he's okay, but not lighting the world on fire. I don't know. Honestly, to me, this is a toss-up game because you just don't know which team is going to show up. Um, I would probably only pick Houston to win because they're at home. Uh, I, I believe that Frank Reich is a better coach than Bill O'Brien, but I think Houston might be slightly more talented if they put all the pieces together and work together. So I, I'm thinking Houston's going to win this tonight. All right, Uncle Trevor, pick it up from there. Houston and Indianapolis. Houston, Houston, Houston. Colts lost their running back, I believe. Marion, Marion Mack, broken hand. He he is out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar, Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack is Marlon not, Mack. Not, not Marion Mack. Have, Marlon Mack. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, double M, Marion Marlon. He's out. I had to cut it from my fancy team because of this too. That so actually that hurt me. Oh, well, yeah, he was doing pretty good. Now, now I got, now I got to put this guy from the Eagles out there. He's a, he ain't that, he ain't that good. He's from Penn State, so you know, that's already that's why he's not good. Yeah, he's, he's already got such a guess to be being from Penn State, and I think he's a scrub. So this is going to hurt. Me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh. short short week. Won't be able to run the ball as good. Houston's at home. The last game I think Houston probably lost to the Colts because the Colts were at home. I mean, this is Houston all the way in this game. Last week, Baltimore is a, is a dominant team at home. I guess they're dominant on the road, too. But it's really hard to go into Baltimore and beat them. They don't beat themselves. They're going to run the ball with the quarterback and the running back. You stack the line, they're going to throw a little short passes or deep passes. So, that was a bad matchup for them. And also that horrible call against DeAndre Hopkins. That might have, that might have oh, changed yeah. the whole that game around. Oh, yeah, that was really bad. That, 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 that was so I mean, bad. I mean, I mean, Mar- but that I mean Marlon Humphreys. Yeah, Mar- Marlon Humphreys, like, almost assaulted him. Like, I, it was so bad. I mean, he hit him in the back. Two, two, two yards before the game, ball got there. Right. So, I mean, Houston goes up 7 nothing. Who knows what happens? But anyway, that's forgotten. I think Houston should win tonight. Might not be a blowout because, like um, like Mona said, I, the Colts have a better coach. Uh, I'm not sure about O'Brien as a coach. But I think Houston being at home, or Colts will stop their, losing their running back. I think Houston wins this game. Probably about 10. Uh, I... I think we're all really in agreement, but I'm more on Bob's side. I I can't tell you which Houston team is going to show up because no, they don't even know which Houston team is going to show up. And also, like, the AFC South is such a bad division. You know, and also, again, we're not going to talk about – realize, guys, you know the Tennessee Titans are only a game back at first, right? They're only one game back. If they beat the Jaguars, they'll, be, they'll stay – a game back of first place in the AFC South. Just something to know. Um, but, I mean, the AFC South, I I, I, have, I I can't even figure this division out. I can't figure this game out very much because 
Jacoby Brissett owns the Houston Texans. I mean, he just owns them. I, I like some teams just have other teams' numbers, and T.Y. Hilton and Jacoby Brissett own the Houston Texans. I can't understand why. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. The Colts might not be running the ball that good because Marlon Mack is actually a decent back. I like, like he's He's been playing pretty good for them. But I expect Carlos Hyde to get, get a little bit going here because at some point you're going to have to take some of the load off Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson, I mean, talk about a guy that just gets, just takes some unbelievable punishment. I mean, that guy just gets tossed around left and right. And Deshaun Watson is not a small man. And, I mean, just the guy the guy gets hit in the head, gets hit in the knee, gets hit in the back. I mean, just like it just hurts sometimes. He takes so much punishment. So to, to, for Houston to win, they're going to have to take some of the load off of him. DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, that goes without saying. He's going to get his numbers. But at the end of the day, this is going to be a three-point game. The, the spread's three and a half. Last I checked, like earlier today, the spread was three and a half. Um, I think this is a field goal game. It'll come down to the final seconds, as it always does. And I mean, a part a part of me a part of me wants to pick Houston, and probably will. But this is a toss up. You just flip a coin. You'll you'll get my pick later in the show. Anybody? Anything to add from anyone? No, I think we're good. All right, Thursday night football. Taking you up on the Always 100 podcast to uh, start a Thursday night football in Houston. Big game between the Texans and the Colts. Well, I All do right. actually have something to add. Um, yes, you do. I, 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 I may not actually watch the game this week, but I'm a little hesitant now, but I'm not watching games after what happened last week uh, with Cleveland and Pittsburgh. You know, that's the one game I didn't watch, and then all hell broke loose at the end of the game. Yeah, it sure did. It sure did. Oh, and, you know, we, we didn't, you know, if we, time permits, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, talk about some of the some of the news that broke as far as that game is concerned. But uh, we got we got four big games, and, you know, Dallas and New England is going to probably take up a bunch of the show. So let, let, let's get to the other games that we need to talk about here. It's time for the game preview segment live on the Always 100 podcast. I'm Quinn. I'm on the line with Mona and Trevor here. Uh, So let's start here. Let's start in Philadelphia. Apparently, this was supposed to be the Sunday night game this last week here. And uh, the NFL flexed it out, which, okay, I don't really mind because Green Bay and San Francisco is going to be a whale of a game. I, I, I don't I don't mind that, and I, I don't think you two mind that either. But what they did do that I do mind is they put the they put the thing in a one o'clock window. Like what? If you were smart, NFL, why wouldn't you put the thing in the four o'clock window where you have Dallas, New England, and the Eagles and, and Seahawks right right up with each other? So we can all see what's going on at the same time. Because this is massively important for the two teams, uh, the, the home team in Philly and the visiting team in New England. Because they, because one of those teams is going to win the NFC East. Like, if you were smart NFL, you probably would have done that differently. But nonetheless, the game's in the 1 o'clock window. Um, Seattle's getting one and a half points. So, Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you. Uh, break down, break us down with uh, 
Seattle and Philadelphia Sunday at 1 o'clock on Fox. Philadelphia is missing against receivers on the outside. I guess they, they Deshaun Jackson's season-long injury really hurt them. I guess Alshon Jeffries is out. And the other guy, I can't remember his name, who dropped another one last week at the end of the game. Who, Aguilar? I can't remember. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, hand, no hands. That should be his name. No hands. <laughs> and plus, Nelson, no hands, people. Aguilar. <laughs> yeah, that should be his new. That should be his nickname. But um, even when they do get open, the quarterback doesn't always hit them. So I mean, the Eagles have a good defense. They um, they should be able to run the ball. Like, like I said, they're starting that guy from Penn State now. So. I don't. I don't think he's that good. So, and he's on my. He's on my fantasy team. So, I want him to do good, but he hasn't shown me much really. I think he might be too small to be a full time back. But um, Seattle finds a way to win. I really don't know how they do it. I, I really don't. I think they're overrated. They don't seem to be. They don't. They're not as good as people are saying they are. As their record shows, I don't think they're that good. But they find ways to win. I mean, this game is going to be close. This game is going to come down to the, to the wide. I guess this is going to be low scoring. I I don't know. It's hard to go with the Eagles with the way how bad their offense is. I'm sure an Eagles loss and the Cowboy win would just about put Philly away. But, I, I mean, I, I got to pick Philly. Basically because they're at home. I, I don't like their passing game. I like everything else, I guess, except their quarterback and running back and receivers. Everything else I like. Yeah, but that, but that, that, that's the entire offense, pretty much. Quarterback, exactly. running back, and exactly. receivers. That's the entire offense. Yeah. I like the offensive oh, okay. line. <laughs> yeah, the offensive line's pretty good. Yeah. All right, mom. What do you think? Seattle, Philadelphia. This is kind of massively important to you. So Russell called me and said, he talked to Roger and said to Roger, look, Raj, my boo is going to be on American Music Awards Sunday night. So you need to flex me out of the spot where I was and put me at Sunday at one o'clock so I can see my boo perform, maybe in person if we get it done correctly. So that's why the game got moved to the one o'clock spot, because Russell got it like that. Is that is that your intel? Is that that's your information? Oh yeah. You go see yeah, that's, Anderson that's now. You got the, you got the intel that, now. That that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So. Oh okay. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So, but the, seriously, the reason why they got flexed is because the NFL wants the Patriots and the Cowboys to be front and center focal. I mean, they really probably want them to be Sunday night. But you can't put Dallas on all the time on Sunday night. So 425, America's Game of the Week, is probably the next best place for them to be. And, you know, you either you love New England, you hate New England, you love Dallas, or you hate Dallas. Okay? So that's why that game is where it is. Now, as far as Eagles and Seattle, uh, Wilson is better. Uh, Seattle's defense is better. Seattle will win the game. Short and sweet. Oh, that's so Well, it will wow. be close. 
it will it will be close. It's not gonna be a blowout for Seattle. I mean, look, they've almost lost to Tampa Bay. I mean, come on, seriously. So it's not gonna be a blowout, but Russell Wilson is the better quarterback and like I said, he can make the rest of the team look better around him. Clowney's doing well on the defense, leading them. So yeah, I, I think um Carson went lost his <laughs> he lost his standing in Philly if he even really had any at this point. Um last week, I mean, you know, they're getting booed and carried on, which was of course hilarious to me. Um and I agree with Not you. Not just you. If Seattle <laughs> if Seattle wins this game, Philly's pretty much done. You can't quite stick a fork in them, but they're almost there. That's well, I, I'll just pick it up. Yeah, I'll just pick it up from there. I'll be short and sweet on it. Seattle's going to win the game, bottom line. And the New England Patriots offense has put forth this entire season uh, as far as that's concerned. But um, the front four is good. That, that that white linebacker, Nathan Gary, I never heard of him. I, I really haven't heard of him very much. That dude was all over the place making tackles. So, you know, he, he was pretty good. And – I don't know, partly because the pages don't have any receivers. The secondary get, didn't get abused like I wanted to wanted it to. So that, I was kind of sad by that. But I'm just looking at some, some of the matchups here. Carson Wentz, 2,274 yards, 16 and 4. Russell Wilson, 2737, 23 and 2. Yeah, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, this is going to come down to, to the final seconds, as usual. And let's be honest, Bob. Not 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 only do the Eagles receivers are not very good. I mean, who who, who dubbed on? Oh, Trevor Nate dubbed him Nelson No Hands Aguilar, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's no. I got a better one. No, 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 no. I got a better, better one. Nelson, I dumped my hands in a bottle of Crisco, Aguilar. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, because you know, you know what Crisco is, right? Because what, what, so, no, actually, it's not. It's not just Nelson Aguilar. That's not right. The whole entire Eagle receiving core, unless your name is Goddard or Ertz, okay? What they did was they found they found they found a big bottle of Crisco that you find in the grocery store, right? They found a bowl. They put they put the Crisco in the bowl. They put it in the microwave, right? Put that thing in the microwave, get it all nice and soupy. And then what the Eagles receivers decided to do on top of that is go to that bottle, to go to that bowl of warmed-up Crisco, d- dump both hands in them, put some gloves on, and decide to go play football. They can't catch anything. I mean, this, this, this is embarrassing. They can't catch anything. Neither can Carson Wentz is inaccurate. But that, that's kind of true, too. But these Eagles receivers can't catch anything. It's unbelievable. I mean, truth be told, Mom, truth be told, what, what, what's Philadelphia, 5-5? Five and five? They should be 7-3. and three. Because Aguilar, I mean, the man, the man couldn't be more wide open if he, if he had tried to be. He was wide open in Atlanta, just simply dropped the ball. Uh, they, they, dropped a, they dropped a touchdown pass last week against the Patriots. And then uh, – Ortega Whiteside against Detroit. I mean, Carson Wentz, his credit, threw the ball right in the guy's hands, and he didn't catch it. Okay, maybe that's because they don't like Carson Wentz. 
I don't know. But the Eagles receivers are, don't do a good job of doing the one prerequisite you need to have as a wide receiver. Catch the football. So with all that being said, Seattle's winning the game. And, Mom, then you, you can decide. You, y'all, y'all can go take your chances up against my team. Because if you do win, eh, y'all, y'all, look, y'all looking in pretty good shape. Because what, what I think you will want uh, uh, amongst all this is to make sure that Week 16 matchup, when you go to Philadelphia, I think that's a 4 o'clock game, when you go to Philadelphia in Week 16, that that game doesn't even matter because you're already in the playoffs anyway. That That's what you want. That would be fantastic. So, that would be fantastic. But I got the Seahawks winning this game. Next game, because we got, got to hurry up. I'm sorry I'm being long-winded here. Uh, let's go to – the Sunday night game that's now in place, Green Bay and San Francisco. I'll start here. Um, I got Aaron Rodgers getting getting three points. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's going to be Green Bay fans everywhere in the Bay Area. It's going to be a sea of green and gold everywhere. The, the, the 49ers defense got, got tossed around by Kyler Murray with a terrible offensive line and a receiver that's 850 million years old in Larry Fitzgerald, and the Cardinals should have won hey, the game. Hey, hey, hey. Larry, no, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald is, is older than the Egyptian pyramids, okay? But he's still getting the job done. Okay, the guy, the guy, Larry Fitzgerald, you know how much I love Larry. Larry Fitzgerald is fantastic, okay? He is awesome. awesome. But, the, but the, 49, the 49ers defense had trouble with Kyler Murray that has no talent around him whatsoever, and Kyler Murray almost beat you twice. So what am I supposed to do with Aaron, with Aaron Rodgers? What, what am I supposed to do with that? When, when he's coming to town. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Coming coming to the Bay Area, where a lot of their fans are going to invade your building, so it's going to be a lot of Packers fans. And I've got Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G. So when y'all break this down, ask yourself that question: Who do I trust more, Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G? And the and the answer that you come up with that question is the team you should pick. For me, that's Aaron Rodgers. Packers win. Bob, go ahead. Well, the question for me is, who do I hate more, um, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers or the 49ers? Uh, and right now, it's the Packers. Okay? So, I'm picking the 49ers. I'm not picking the Packers. I'm done. Trev, you're up. <laughs> uh, I don't know about the 49ers. Like I said, I, I, I don't trust that quarterback. But I do, I do trust. You know, the, the coach, they have a better coach probably than what Green Bay has. So it's going to come down to can the 49ers get in Rodgers' face and, and hit him. You know what I mean? That, that's going to be the game. If you, can, if you can get in his face, he'll throw the ball inaccurately or wildly. Or well, back, I think Nick Bosa foot. can get to him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the key. I think the Chargers were able to get in, in uh, Rodgers' face. So that that's going to be the key. That's well, you can beat Green Bay. You can't let him stand back there all day. You gotta get in his face and make him make him throw the ball quick and he'll he he won't throw any interceptions, but he won't throw inaccurately. Or he'll take sacks. So that's a big key. This is a tough game to pick. So, you know, I don't forty nine I just don't I don't know about Garoppolo. But um being at home I I will give them the home field edge. That's the only reason. 
where they're playing this game. They're playing in Green Bay. I would pick Green Bay. Well, yeah, I mean, but because, look, the 49ers are have, have more of a home field advantage than they have in recent years because they're winning a lot of ball games. Because last year when they were start, they started off really good, and then Jimmy G tore his ACL, and that was the end of that. So, I mean, now Levi Stadium hasn't really been a home field advantage for the home team. It's really been a place where the opposing team, you know, you know, when it's the Steelers or Dallas or Green Bay or if the Patriots have to go out there, yeah, I mean, those teams travel. Those teams' fan bases travel anywhere, so they're going to be a, a strong contingent of their, the opposing fans for those teams in that ballpark. Um, but, you know, Mom made a good point. Uncle Trevor, you made a good point, too. Look, I mean, this is going to come down to if Nick Bosa starts wrecking shot, because that, that dude's a monster. Oh, my goodness. I, like, I thought Joey was good. Like, Nick is probably just as good, if not better, than Joey. And that's saying something, because Joey Bosa's a really good player. I mean, whoa. Like, Nick, Nick Bosa is, like, oof. I, 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 I don't know if Belaga or – well, it's probably, probably Batiari, Batiari or Belaga. Whoever, whoever the tackles lined up on Nick <laughs> Bosa's side, you, you got your hands full, son. <laughs> You got your hands full because that that dude that dude can wreck shop. That dude can wreck your game plan. I'm really happy for Richard Sherman. Sure, Sherman's got a nice resurgence there in San Francisco. He's playing well, but I'm just not gonna lie to you. I really think the Cardinals should have beat him both times they played, and they really should have beat him last week. Because what I mean, what was Cliff doing? Like, what was what what was they what were they doing? Sending an all out blitz and having Jeff Wilson Jr. on a defensive end in coverage. I mean, every, everyone knew what was going to happen there. On a fourth down play, you send an all-out blitz with zero, zero coverage, and you got the wrong matchup if you're, you're the Arizona car. It's just, it's just dumb. But you know what? We have a motto on this show. You never apologize for winning. And that's what the 49ers do. They win a lot. So you have to, you have to give them their credit uh, from that standpoint. So. Um, it's it's going to be a well of a game in my opinion. So I think the NFL did a good job of putting this in the Sunday night Sunday night game because yeah, you know, yeah, you you'll always see New England and Dallas on Sunday night. You'll see Philly on Sunday night. Russell, but two, and you also you also will see Aaron Rodgers, but you don't really see the Forty ers on Sunday night because they ain't been any good in the last couple of years. So th- this could be a statement. Uh, week for the 49ers, and I, you know, the line is three. It, it opened the week at three. Um, but I love Jimmy G, man. But I, I'm sorry, dude. Like I, I'm just not picking you over Aaron Rodgers, who is an all-time great. That's just where I'm at with it. So, not anything to add, Michael Trevor. Anything to add, or should we take a quick break and get uh, trivia Thursday in? No, I'm, I'm done on that game. Mom. Moving on. All right, Mom. So I guess we're going to do a little bit different now. Uh, by the way, you're listening to the Always 100 podcast live on Blood Talk Radio and BloodTalkRadio.com, leading you up to the Texans Colts ball game in Houston. Uh, uh, I was going to say Sunday night, Thursday night football uh, battle in the AFC South. We're going to do something different. Normally at this time, we would do Throwback Thursday. Uh, we're not going to do that. It's called Trivia Thursday. 
But Trivia Thursday is also always brought to you by my wonderful, esteemed mother, Mona, the associate broker at Keller Williams Preferred Properties. You need to get a real estate deal done in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, or Pennsylvania. Call my mom at 240-883-6683, and she'll get the job done for you. Mom, what do you got? What do you got for us here? Okay, so since we have an abbreviated show, I thought I would do an abbreviated kind of uh, trivia matchup for the two of you. And it's going to be no more than three questions. It's going to be 15 seconds at most for you to think about the answer. And then I'll give you the correct answer, and we'll move on to the next. Okay? Got it? Sounds good. Sounds great. Okay. Sounds good. Let's get it. Okay. All right. First question. Who was the last number one pick in the NFL draft to win both a Heisman Trophy and a Super Bowl? Okay. Got you a chance to think about it? I'm going to the elder statesman, Trevor. What do you got? I have no idea. (laughs) I've been thinking about that one. It could be anybody. Yeah. I I, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think about it too. Wait, what? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. You said I, mean, I, I, I have no answer. I have no answer. Bob, Bob Greasy. I, no, I did not say quarterback. No. I said oh, the, the last, last number player? one draft pick. The last oh, number one draft pick to win no, both a Heisman no. Trophy and a Super Bowl. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, man. I, so, yeah, I don't know on that one. Yeah. In honor of Satchel, who's been MIA, I thought I would bring, I would resurrect his Redskins for a minute. George Rogers won the Heisman Trophy at South Carolina in 1980, and was the number one pick of the 1981 draft, and was a member of the Redskins Super Bowl 22 team. Oh, come on! Wow. <laughs> I didn't say. It wasn't scrub-worthy. We're talking about the I mean, Redskins. Come on. He was a, he was a water boy on that team. Nobody remembers the water back then. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, like, one of my guesses was Mark Ingram, but Ingram the second. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think he was. He, he definitely wasn't a number one pick. But he's got a Heisman Trophy and a Super Bowl. So, I, so I, I'm just kind of thinking – like I'm just kind of thinking of who I would, yeah. I, I that that was a hard one. Oh my goodness, I was never gonna. Yeah, that should that. be that should be a, a million dollar question right there. <laughs> All right, Somebody here's an easier that. one. Here, here's an easier one. What NFL team has lost a record nine straight postseason games? Okay, Quinn, I'm going to you first. Uh, oh. uh this is this is the Lions because it used to be, it, it was the Chiefs at first, but the Chiefs won a playoff game. So this is the Lions now. The Lions. All right, Trev, what's your answer? I, I mean, I have to go with Quinn. I don't. I, I would say Dallas, but I think they did win a game last year. Yeah. Okay. You know, you're just trying to just take digs at Dallas all the time. Okay, so. The Lions have lost nine in a row in the postseason, a streak that began in 1991. Wow. Okay. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991. 
when Barry Sanders and his crew beat Dallas thirty-eight to six. Thirty-eight to six. Wow, is that is that figures is down to whoa. Anyway, that is kind of ironic, though. Let's be honest. Let, let's just be real about this. Uh, anyway, I'm moving on. So, last question. <laughs> of the three receivers I'm about to name, who averages the most receiving yards per game for his career? Antonio Brown, Quintoris Julio Jones, or Odell Beckham Jr.? Okay, so I'm going to go to Trev first. Wow. That's another hard one. Yeah, I'll say Beckham. I, I have no idea though. Quinn. A part a part of me thinks it's A B, even though Julio is just a monster. I think I think it's A B who might be back with the Patriots. Or, oh, oh God. Okay, A B. Quinn Torres, Julio Jones is the active all time leader with ninety six point seven receiving yards per game. OBJ has 92.8, and Antonio Brown, 86.2. So that is your Trivia Thursday. Okay. Brought to you by my mom, Mona. I tell Rose Preferred Properties. Again, if you need a real estate deal done, call her at 240-883-6683, and she'll get the job done for you. All right, two more games to go here. Uh, by the way, folks, you're listening to the Always 100 Podcast live on Blog Talk Radio and BlogTalkRadio.com. Find the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify by searching Always 100 Podcast. Uh, catch up on the season slate of shows that started back on August the 1st, Bob. And this is, guys, this is show number 17 on Blog Talk Radio. But uh, I, think, I think we're coming up on 30 published episodes on here dating back to last year. So, uh, we're putting in work here, and thank you guys again for joining me on this journey, and I, I do really appreciate it. All right, let's go to L.A. to talk about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens versus Jared Goff and the meh-looking Rams. All right. Uncle Trevor, what do you think about this game? The Rams, Ravens. Monday night, L.A., Ravens are favored by a field goal, just three points. What are you thinking? Well, the Ravens are favored. On the road? Ravens by three. Ravens by three, yep. So Vegas uh, set the line and like Ravens that. by three. Uh, I, did, I was like, I had to see Aaron Donald versus Lamar Jackson. Aaron can make a Lamar sandwich this, this weekend, this, this Monday night. That's what I want to see. I'm oh, so now you're talking highly about a pit player for once. Huh. Like, who am I criticizing from pit? Who have Avante Maddox? Well, Burkman. Avante Burkman. <laughs> see, here you see. There you go. I mean, goodness. The man, the man gets burnt everywhere. Everything he does is getting burnt. He, he, he burns everything. He probably cooks everything. He burns it. That's all, that's all he knows is getting burnt. He's just a scrub. I know Trubisky wishes he could play against him every week. That's what's that's wrong with Mitch. Trubisky's going to 
Trubisky did not do well against Maddox this year. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, Mitch is just done. Mitch, like, he's really, we live in his old days last week watching North Carolina. I'm like, why can't I go back to North Carolina and play against kids every night, every week? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Pitt put a kibosh oh, so on that. Just, thank you very much. Anyway, Mitch is calling Vince McMahon as we speak. He's calling Vince McMahon as we speak to, to see you by the XFL job. Him and James. Oh, yeah. I'm, him, and, I'm sure he'll him, him and James. Yeah, yep. J- um, James, too. Uh, eh, I mean, the and, Mar- and, so and Marcus. Oh, no, no. Mar- Mariota ought to be on the team. He, he's actually happy. He's kind of, he's decent. He's decent enough. But he's he uh, he not, he not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to throw 27 interceptions. Like, like, like Mitch is just bad, and James decide. Bob, Bob James has more success throwing the ball to the other team than his own team. But that's not good. <laughs> yeah, he's or he's pretty much done too. Um, I don't. This is a close. I, I don't know. Rams defense is definitely better when they when they when they've gotten Jalen Ramsey. But the the offense is just. I'm not sure what's going on with the offense. I know they lost one of their key receivers. And um, Todd Gurley, you know, he's still not playing a whole lot. So it's just, I, they, they, I guess the offensive line is not as good as last year either. So it's, I know, but we know Baltimore can score. We don't know the Rams can score. So I guess that's Vegas is thinking why they're giving Baltimore the, the three-point edge. I guess I got to go with Baltimore. I, I don't know. Rams got to prove they ran scored what twelve against the Pittsburgh Steelers and seventeen against the Bears. Because they that's haven't they haven't finished trouble scoring. That that's bad, man. That is bad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I don't I don't yeah, it's just it's hard to pick an um NFL team that can't score at least twenty points in a game. And, and golf yeah. golf is big. So I hmm. I guess I'll pick Baltimore, unfortunately. Well, I, I I'll just be short and brief and Bob, I'll come to you because then we gotta talk about our game and then we'll pick. Um, what? Uh, Baltimore's winning the game. L.A. can't score. Todd Gurley is chronically injured, and the Rams' defense can only do so much. And good luck, Aaron Donald, trying to stop Lamar Jackson. Good, good luck. I mean, the the Patriots had like five people around them and couldn't do anything. So, like, good luck. <laughs> you know. Uh, but. The Ravens are scaring me. The Ravens look like the best team in the AFC, honestly. But the, I know I know my team is nine and one. But I, you know, it, we, we just we just don't have the offensive firepower. And Lamar, hate to say it, as much as I love Tom, you know the guy the guy he's going up against and Lamar Jackson are playing a little bit better football right now than Tom is. Even though Tom has pretty good numbers, uh, it just doesn't look that pretty. Tom Tom is. Got some numbers that I'll tell you about, um, you know, in the next game here. But I just got Baltimore. They're better. The three, they, it, it'll be a close game, but I, I'll take three and go with the Ravens. Mom, what do you think? Yeah, this is a tough game. Uh, I always wa- worry about teams going from coast to coast in order to play. And I thought when Baltimore would go to Seattle and that 12th man that they'd face, that that would really be a problem for them and it really wasn't um so i, I kind of get that vibe again with the, the ravens going to the rams 
question is, is Eric Weddle going to give up any juice on what's happening behind the scenes to help the Rams beat the Ravens? Well, well, uh, this I, I can answer that for you. Hold on, hold on. I, I, keep going. I can answer that for you because I was listening to First Take today, and they had a topic on this. And Eric Weddle said, I, I ain't divulging nothing. I ain't giving you nothing. So Yeah, right. He, he you really with, believe that? No, no, no. But that's what the it came from the horse's mouth. The man said he he wasn't giving up information, but I think we're okay. all being played. I think he gave up the information, but they you know everybody had a problem with it because it's like what I mean what are you ta- what are you talking about? You're not giving up the information. You don't play for them. Uh, and also one more thing, gonna be a lot of Ravens fans in L.A. I have a feeling Ravens fans travel too. I I mean you people don't know that underrated like. Baltimore and that purple, yeah, they'll show up in your in your building for sure. Keep going. Well, I just wanted to say that I I think because the Rams' offense is struggling, uh, unless something miraculously happens where Gurley or C.J. Anderson or whoever's the running back, you know, really gets to it and saves Golf because he can't seem to find uh, Cooper Cup and all these guys. I, I don't know what's happening with him. He look, he just got his money and he just said, you know, what the heck with it. You know, I'm just out here because I have to be, so I don't get fined. <laughs> um, so he's actually uh, just out there, just going through the motions now. It seems like, and like the Rams are still shell shocked from their loss in the Super Bowl last year. So all that said, I think it's gonna be a close game, but I'm gonna go to with Baltimore. All right. Well, we're all in agreement. You know, sometimes it works, other times it doesn't. So uh, that's uh, we'll we'll see if we're all going to be in agreement um, here on this next game. And well, the time has come. We, we have to talk about our game. We're, we'll have to rant about our teams for about a couple of minutes here. All right, the Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys are playing each other this uh, this Sunday at four twenty-five. And I'm going to let you have the floor, Bob, because this game is a little bit more important to you than it is to me. That, that's for sure. So you, you take the floor. What's going to happen? Well, yes, it's more important because you are in one of the easiest divisions in the NFL, and you already have your championship for the AFC East wrapped up. So what do you really have to play for? Except for maybe home field advantage throughout the playoffs. But I think you kind of got that locked down, too. So, yeah, it's all on us. We've got to come up there. And our defense really, really, really needs to get its act together because they looked bad last week. They've looked bad most of the season. They can't get to the quarterback. And when they do, they don't really, uh, for the most part, cause any commotion such as the quarterback either makes bad throws or fumbles or get sacked or things of that nature, we've got to be much better. We've got to get to Brady early and often and really rattle him. Okay, if we don't get to him, it is going to be a long day for Dallas. Okay, and unfortunately, I don't know if maybe Michael Bennett has some tricks up his sleeve, some some things that he can bring from New England that will help, but I would suspect, that Belichick would have already taken care of that and probably, you know, reworked some of the offense so that Bennett can't really be that much of a a deciding factor in the game. Uh, As far as the offense for Dallas, 
Zeke has got to stop stutter stepping and hesitating or whatever the hell he's doing and just run the damn ball. Okay, hit the hole. That's what you need to do, Zeke. Because he, he looks to me the same way he did when he first started in 2016. Those first few games, I said, oh, my Lord, he's going to be a bust because he can't hit the hole. He just seemed out of sorts and just didn't have his act together. And I'm seeing shades of that. But then all of a sudden, the light turned on and he started hitting the holes. We need that post-few uh, games, rookie season, Zeke, 2016. We need 2017 when he um, was suspended. And 2018, Zeke, to come through. If Zeke comes through and Dak is throwing – you know, a little bit more accurately. I mean, I know he's been pretty good, but, you know, he's still, you know, really pushing the boundaries of some of those passes that he's making. But if, if, Zach is on, if Dak is on point and Zeke is running and Gallup is doing his thing, uh, Randall Cobb, I mean, we got an awesome team if we could just put it all together. If we put it together, Quinn, your team is in big trouble because we can beat you. And we can put it to you badly, okay? So it's going to be on and popping here in this house on Sunday. You best believe we're going to be at each uh, other. It, you know, uh, it's all right, love, all right, of course. All right, all right. Hold, hold, hold. I got a, I got, I got a big, I got a big question. I need to just get this out the way right now. Are you going to throw me out? Or, or, am I going to just throw? <laughs> should I just watch? Should I just go watch the game? Should I go watch the game at a bar? Should I go watch the game at the bar or, or what? What, what? What are we doing here? How's this, how's this going to go? I'm just, I'm just you, asking. You got to give some context. You know, okay. Hey, I, for I'm those of you listening, I'm just when Quinn and I watched Pittsburgh yeah. and Dallas in 2016, I told Quinn, stop talking about how great Ben Roethlisberger is because that was real serious for me. I had all these Pittsburgh people in my ear just chirping, chirping. Okay, and all Quinn was doing talking about oh how good Roethlisberger was. I gave him for my fantasy team. Don't don't misrepresent it. Don't don't misrepresent it. It was for my fantasy team. You, I I I didn't care. I told you I want him. (laughs) Okay, and then you kept talking, and I thought you gotta go. (laughs) This is a very good reason. (laughs) I got ran. I, I got ran out. Yeah, I got ran. And, and Uncle Trevor, yeah, she she ran me, she ran me, and I had to go watch the watch the rest of the game alone by myself downstairs because she ran me. So I'm just afraid this is gonna happen again. So I, I got no. I got to think very long I, and hard I'm gonna be on before my I best come, come up in here. I'm gonna be on my best behavior. I'm not gonna run you uh, this time. Uh, Uncle Trevor, Uncle Trevor, go 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 real quick and tell tell us what you think of this game here. Well, it's gonna be really quick. I mean, I mean the game that is. By the end of the first quarter, people be falling asleep or turning into another channel. I see no outcome positive for Dallas. I, I can't. Oh, no. I can't envision Dallas winning this game. I, I really can't. You never see it positive for Dallas. What I envision is New England being up, and they're going to shut down Elliott. They're going to be in Prescott's face. He's going. They're going to knock him around. I see him turn the ball over. I see New England. Go back down the field in Dallas repeatedly. I, mean, I see an ugly game for, for Dallas. Really, really. I hope I'm wrong, but, but their defense is so bad they can't stop. They can't stop Detroit's backup quarterback. Yeah, moving the ball on there like crazy. Bad, bad, bad. 
That that is what Kirk Cousins um, oh. I mean Well New England is a be- much better team at home than they are on the road. They play totally different. You get them on the road like last sure. week, they could barely score. They're on the road in Philly, on the road in Baltimore. They're completely different. At home, they're completely different. You threw that little short dick and dunk stuff. Nobody can seem to stop it. No one even comes close to breathing on Brady. And I, I just, you know, I, I just, I, that's a look. I, I can't, I don't see Dallas even keeping this game with him. Respectability, but I hope I'm wrong. I, I just all right. I don't well, I, I you're going to be wrong. First of all, you just you just are. The Patriots don't blow anybody out unless you're the Dolphins or the Jets, which are the druthers of the league. They stink. The Dolphins stink. The Jets stink. Okay, if you're not all the Giants, if you're not those three teams, the Patriots ain't going to blow you out. First of all. Secondly, Mom, you're right. It is going to be on and popping because, yeah, everyone's going to be like, yeah, let's have let's have Dak beat us. But I I, I just got just got some just got some numbers numbers for y'all to to, to, to talk about here real quick. All right, Mom. This this this, this is this is my quarterback. Twenty-seven, fifty-two, fourteen and five, passer rating of ninety point one. Not bad, right? Not bad, right? For, not bad for a 42-year-old that's washed up and over the hill. Dak Prescott, 32-21, 21-9, rating of 104. Does that, that, that sound good to you? Your quarterback's on pace at about 35 touchdowns, about 5,000 yards. Eh. So, question, Quinn. How many yeah. of those games were Dallas behind and coming back and passing the ball more? Uh, a few of them, for sure. A few of them. Yeah. yeah. No, no question. So that's, yeah. that can yeah, no, no. And also, New England was ahead no. in a lot of those games and, and running the ball. That's also true. That's that's true. You know, that, that's a very good point, and that's, that's not going to – I'm not just going to sweep that away. That's true because Dallas, Dallas, love, as you well know, your team is behind a lot, Okay. I'm not sure that's Prescott's fault, to be totally honest. But like I said, the one, the one, the one game that I really hold against him is the is the Saints game. I mean, you scored ten points. Come on, buddy. Come on, dude. You scored you scored ten points. You didn't look you didn't look that impressive. You missed people all over the place. And then the Packers game, I hold that against you too, because if you, if you throw the ball to the people with your jersey instead of the other team's jersey. Uh, you might be seven and three, eight and two, nine and one. So there's that. But I'm a, I, I'm I'm nervous about this game. I I just am. I, I the Patriots. This got nothing to do with the defense. The defense is fantastic. Everyone knows the defense is fantastic. Everyone knows the secondary is unbelievable. So, Stephon Gilmore, shit, just an awesome corner. He just is. Devin McCourty, the McCourty twins out there doing work in the secondary. Cool. That, that dude, J.C. Jackson from Maryland. I mean, the secondary is what it is. The linebackers are kind of slow, but we get a nice pass rush on them. The way for us to win this game is the defense going to have to going to have to show up, and Thompson's going to have to make a couple big throws because really, the, this six and a half point spread. I'm sorry, it's just too much. I don't. Guys, the Patriots can't score. They don't. 
have people who can get the ball in the end zone, nor do they have people who can separate. So if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, you know what I'm doing if I'm the Cowboys? Um, Elman, yeah, you, yeah, short guy. I, I, I'm putting three people on you. I don't care. I don't care if it's Byron Jones. I'm putting Byron Jones on you. I'm putting a safety on you. Hell, I'm, I'm even letting the linebacker get a shot at you before you get off the line. You ain't beating me. So that means Muhammad Sanu. Where, where you at, Muhammad Sanu? We need you to do something. Nikhil Harry. Hey, I mean, I would love, I would love to see Nikhil Harry get more involved in the game. Throw, throw the guy some passes. <laughs> Big, tall guy. I know he just got got back from injury. Throwing some passes. Actually, and also, can we also say, Mom, hey, Isaiah wins back. So maybe Tom might actually have some protection for a change. You know, not not a turnstile at left tackle. Because that's all Marshall Newhouse was. Guy, the guy couldn't block anybody. So you you got a statue and you got a left tackle that can't block anyone. So what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> So what do we think? We're not stupid. I mean, the guy, the guy can't move anywhere. So of course he's going to try and compensate. He's going to throw, you know, he's going to throw the ball away and everything. And also, I, I was just very upset last week because, hey man, we can't keep dropping the football when it keeps hitting us right in the hands. Julian Edelman five times last week hit the ball. God, that was awesome. The man, the man had five plays where Tom hit him directly in the hands, and the man dropped it. It was three three of them were on the first two drives, and I was losing my mind. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Catch the ball. It's right in your hands. Like, everybody's talking about how, how Tom's looking old, and at some point, he does look old. Yeah, because he's an old man. He's older than the pyramids. He's, he's probably, you know, like, you know, it is what it is. He's 42. He's an old man. He can't do what he once did, okay? But it would it would be it would be helpful. Julian Elman, his most trusted receiver, one of his best friends in the world. What we what we would like you to do is to catch the football when Tom hits you directly in the hands with it. I mean, like he Tom Tom threw you a touchdown pass in a Philly game. Mom, you saw that play. Oh, Trevor, you saw that play. That dude, Tom threw that pass. Hit the dude directly between the one, the, the 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 number eleven on his jersey, and the man dropped it. It was the most. It was unbelievable. Like, oh my goodness! I'm so, okay if he does that this week too. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know you're okay with it. I'm not. I'm not. But you know what? Also, you know what I'm afraid of. What? Look, let me take a breath. This game's going to come down to one thing. And one thing only, Bill Belichick or Jason Garrett, okay? Oh, well, well if that's the case, and we already know who's going to win. You know, so, I mean, the line's too big. Bet the under. This game, this, 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 none of these teams are going to be scoring. Yeah, Dak, Dak Prescott's probably going to have a pretty good game. Yeah, they might be playing from behind a little bit. But as long as Dak doesn't stink the joint up, nobody's going to – really say anything bad about him because quite honestly like no not a lot of teams go in the wing and beat him anyway but especially through the month in the month of november you know at home you know the patriots don't really lose a lot of home games um so 
the bottom line, I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm going to be extremely nervous. I am not confident at all in picking the Patriots, not even a little. But um, I, I'm going to take my team. It's going to be a well of a game. Mom, I can't wait to watch it with you over a couple ciders there. Because I'm probably gonna, you're probably going to need one, and I'm probably going to need two or three. So <laughs> might want might, might might make a pit stop at the beer and wine store before I come come through Sunday. But uh, should be a well of a game. Fox is going to enjoy that, and uh, so are we. But you know, I'm just nervous about it. But and Mom, to your point, um, realize Buffalo is. Well, Buffalo's what two games behind us in the East and uh, in the playoffs, and also we can't lose because the Baltimore Ravens are right behind us, and we and we all picked the Ravens to get the job done against uh, the Los Angeles Rams Monday night. So if you're right, the Cowboys do win, and the Ra- and the Ravens take care of their business. Guess who's the number one seed in the AFC? So we don't we don't have anything locked up. So. For that reason, for that reason alone, the sense of urgency needs to be there for for the Patriots. But I'm sorry, this is sometimes, Bob. This has come down to a talent business, and and you know that that's just the way it is. It comes down to talent, and the Patriots don't have a lot of it offensively. I think the Patriots win twenty-one to twenty, and that's that's what I got. Okay. All right, time for pick 'em. Let's get let's get this done here. Uh, it's going to shut off and yell at me, but uh, that we can run out of time. But let's do these picks right here. Uncle Trevor, coming to you, Indianapolis at the Houston Texans. Houston favored by three and a half points. Who do you have? Houston. Mom. Houston. And I will. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I, I, I'll go with Houston. I, I'm not confident about it, but uh, man, that man, that's hard for me. Uh, yeah, I, I'll go. Yeah, I might, I might change that pick, but I, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Houston. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Mom, who do you have? Atlanta. I'll take the Falcons, because Jameis likes to throw the ball to the other team. Uh, and uh, Uncle Trevor? I guess Atlanta. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I am one guy in a Buffalo. When the Denver Broncos come to town, one guy in a Buffalo, minus four. Give me the Bills. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Buffalo. And Mo? One gal on a Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. Um, this game, guys, uh, whoever your pick's going to be the wrong wrong side, I'm just going to let you know now because the Giants and the Bears are playing each other. So if anybody has any idea who's going to win this game, let me know because I don't. I don't have a clue. I, I'm not making a pick. I don't know. Bob? Bob Giants. Who, who you got? Giants? I'm picking Where's the Giants. Where's the team being played? Chicago. In Chicago. Oh, Chicago. 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 Yeah. I guess I gotta make a pick. Oh man, I I gotta pick Chicago. I, I wish this was one of those games that you didn't have to pick. You, you just don't get the wrong end of this game, whatever way you pick. I'll, I'll take the Bears at home. Another game that you might get the wrong end of. 
the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Pittsburgh's got a quarterback that got hit over the head with his own helmet, got suspended, and may have called Miles Garrett a racial slur. We don't really know. But Mason Rudolph is still playing football and not suspended and will be starting. Um, but I don't know who else on Pittsburgh is going to be going to be playing, but Cincinnati's horrible. I, I'm picking Pittsburgh by default. Well, Cincinnati. Wow. And uh, I'm with Trevor. Cincinnati, 35 to nothing. What? <laughs> what? You're such 35 a traitor. To nothing. <laughs> 35 to nothing? You Cincinnati? are a turncoat. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I'll right. we'll just leave that one alone. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are at the Cleveland Browns Sunday. Um, Miami's terrible. Cleveland does not deserve to be a 10-point favorite over anyone. But it's the Dolphins. I'm, I'm picking Cleveland because they're just better. Uh, Cleveland. Uncle Trevor. And Cleveland's going to be hurt by not having Garrett. Going to hurt their defense. Uh, uh, I think it it, is. I think they'll beat Miami, but that's really going to hurt them. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Mom, what do you think? Cleveland. Okay, I'm not sure if I should stone cold lead pipe lock the New Orleans Saints minus um, nine and a half over Carol. Carolina was bad. Oh, and let a beat. The hell out of them, and it it, it wasn't actually that close. It was twenty nine to three, and I promise it wasn't that close. Uh, give me the Saints minus nine and a half. Uh, Drew Brees and them put foots in Carolina and Kyle Allen. Give me the give me the Saints. Uh, Uncle Trevor, uh, New Orleans. Mom, Saints. All right, Oakland Raiders at the New York. Football, Adam Gase-led Jets. Mom, who do you have? Oh, gosh. I hate – I don't like this game. Um, I'm going to pick Oakland. Uh, Uncle Trevor? Uh, the Jets. Uh, I'll take the Raiders because I want the Raiders to make the playoffs. And I want I want Oakland to have have a playoff team as they send it off to Vegas. I want the Raiders. Give me the Raiders minus three. I've uh, is anybody picking the Washington Redskins against over the Detroit Lions? Not me. <laughs> well, Detroit might this might see, see the league record for most sacks allowed this week. Oh. <laughs> mm. Jeez. You ever saw the longest yard? The original one. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking about. No. Nope. The Redskins line might just stand up and let they could do an Ole every time. And let and let mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. the quarterback get devastated. Mm. It's gonna be ugly. Yeah, that could uh, yeah, that, that that could be that that could be that could be ugly. You, that, you that picking Detroit? I picked Detroit, yeah. Yeah. Trev, you picking ah. Detroit too? Yeah. Detroit, yeah. All right, four o'clock games. Here we go. Actually, no, no, no. I lied. One, one more one o'clock game. Seattle and Philly. Uh, what do we got here? Seattle and Philly. I got Seattle plus the points. I just point blank period. Seattle. Uh, Mom. Uh, Seattle. 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 Seattle.
Seattle. And Uncle Trevor? Philly. Philly, okay. Home All right. Okay, I mean you're back. You're back in the Eagles with with receivers who can't catch a running back you don't really even like and a quarterback who's inaccurate. It's just you defense. have a chance to change. Eagles defense will fly. Oh yeah, that defense is it's just better than the Seahawks. Oh man, that's why he's, that's why his game is going to be close to the final seconds. All right, well now four o'clock game Jacksonville at the Tennessee Titans. Mom, who do you have? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, Foles did not look that great at all last week. But I've got two fantasy players on Jacksonville and one on Tennessee. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Tennessee at home. Uncle Trevor? Tennessee. Um, Yeah, make that a clean sweep. I'll pick Tennessee. All right. I was picking Dallas. I'm picking. Well, yeah. My, you I'm picking Dallas. I'm. I'm picking New England. I'm with Trevor. What are you picking? Who are you picking? <laughs> New England. New England. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sunday night. Here we go. Green Bay Packers at the Forty ers Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Uh, San Francisco. Mom, obviously, you know who you're picking. Niners. Uh, love you, Jimmy. I can't, I can't do it this week. Aaron Rodgers goes in and puts foots in you. Give me, give me the Packers plus the three. Monday night, the Ravens are at the L.A. Rams. I've got Baltimore minus three. Uh, Uncle Trevor. Yeah, Baltimore. And mom, fly Ravens fly. Oh, all right, guys, we got we got to the picks. We did it. We got through all the picks. Woo-hoo! We got through the show. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a great game, mom. I look forward to watching this game with you because uh, also, you know, when I was doing some research, I rewatched on YouTube they had an NFL throwback, and one of the throwback games was uh. The Patriots and and the and the Cowboys in Texas Stadium in two thousand seven, the 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 game. Oh, y'all handled us. That was even. Yeah, no, but but that but but rewatching that game though, rewatching that game. I mean, the Cowboys. That team was really good. That Cowboys team was like, whoa, like Romo was dealing. I mean, look, if we had if if Romo and Witten had not gone to Cabo, we would have faced y'all in the Super Bowl that year. I would have loved to see it, but look, but look, Bob. In a, in a it, some some people think you know Vegas thinks the the Super Bowl is going to be your Cowboys and my Patriots. I mean, you know. Well, that was truly, my guess from the beginning. Yeah, I, I said Saints Chiefs for my Super Bowl, and I I think I think I, I, I'm real sort. I'm feeling really strong about one part of that one part of that Super Bowl. I, I can't say I'm feeling real strong about the AFC part. The Chiefs can't stop anybody. They oh god, they stink defensively. Unless unless your name is Philip Rivers and you throw the ball to the wrong team four times. Um, but yeah, to end the show, um, mom, let's uh, let's let's hash this out right now on live radio as we're ending the show. 
Thanksgiving's next week, so obviously, folks, we will not be on Thursday night to give you a fresh new Always 100 podcast because by that time, two of the three games would have been played. Um, let's just do some looking here. What do you what do you think a good day, Mom? Uh, throw some days out. What do you think a good day would be to do the Thanksgiving edition of the well, Always 100 podcast? Well, I think we podcast? should we should actually defer to Uncle Trevor. Yeah. Because you know he has more of the uh, schedule than I do. Um, Absolutely. My thought is my thought is Tuesday night. Uh, sure. Because Wednesday I figure will be cooking. Yeah. Tuesday's fine. Sure. Tuesday's fine. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday then. Okay. So that's, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, three games next week we're going to talk about your Cowboys mom hosting the Buffalo Bills at 4.30 Eastern. That game is on CBS. The Bears and the Detroit Lions, 12.30 on Fox. And the thir- and one of the th- the Thursday night game, actually, this time on NBC, the Falcons hosting Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Also next yeah. week, the Patriots at the Houston Texans, Sunday night football on NBC. That's going to be a well of a game. I can't wait to talk about that. And also, Mom, at 1 o'clock, the 49ers in Baltimore to face the Baltimore Ravens. So those are the uh, – and, oh, and actually, come to think of it, there's two more games actually to talk about. Oakland Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs at 425. The CBS nationally televised game will be Kansas City and Oakland and Monday night. December 2nd, the Minnesota Vikings are at the Seahawks. Wow. Wow, that's, that's a hell of a week right there. That's a hell of a good week. So, come check in next Tuesday night. Enjoy the football. This has been the Always 100 Podcast, live on Blossop Radio and BlossopRadio.com. Please find the show. Like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under the title Always 100 Podcast. The show will be up tomorrow. Uh, but I think for now, guys, unless you mom, you got any remarks, uh, unless you want to say anything else, Uncle Trevor, unless you want to say anything else, uh, I think uh, we, we, we've done our job for the week here. Go Cowboys! Hey, Oops. go Cowboys. Hey. Hey, I, 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 hey I man. Hey, man. I look, I like I like the Cowboys too, but I, I do, and I, I want the Cowboys to win. I, I do, but I, I'm picking the Patriots. Go Pats, go Pats, man! This this might be the first and only time we see Dak Prescott go up against Tom Brady, and Dak Prescott's playing some of his best football. I can't wait to watch. It's going to be a hell of a game, and uh, we're we're going to come back Tuesday and talk all about it. All right, for Quinn, Trevor, and Mona, this has been the Always 100 Podcast. We will see y'all. Tuesday night for week 13. And for those who, those who celebrate, happy Thanksgiving. See you next week, guys. Have a go.